Hello everyone! Welcome back to the Bubble Core Podcast. I'm here with Evan today. We're actually recording in, um, in person this time, so hopefully this will help give us a bit better audio for this uh, podcast. We're not sure. It's my first time doing this, so let's hope it gets better. And um, yeah, I'll take it to you, Evan, right now. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast. This is episode five, and uh, we are... Uh, here for another podcast, and today we're going to start off by talking about how in Japan they've cut the Joy-Con prices in about half for anyone who lives in Japan to buy Joy-Cons, and uh, it's about time, I have to say, Joy-Cons are pretty bad, to be honest. I like using them, but they don't work very well, Mm -hmm. so it makes sense that uh, Nintendo's doing that, and... uh, Well, what do you think about that, Boom? Yeah, I think this is a really good change because, like, there's just Joy-Con drift and stuff on them. Like, I'd rather just get, like, this, like, Pro Controller. Like, it's 100 bucks for Pro Controller and Joy-Cons. But Joy-Cons are way more likely to break. And just because of that, I just would rather not take that risk. So I decide, oh, let's get Pro Controller. Whereas now, people still get these Joy-Cons, which are very versatile, very nice to play with. Um, They're customizable for the Switch as well, which I think is a good thing. Like, the customization is just really fun. Like, I have some really cool colors, combinations. So, this I think this is a really good thing. And um, do you think they'll bring this to other regions, Evan? Uh, I'm hoping because uh, I feel like this they're just, like, testing it out in Japan. It's probably mm-hmm. a good business strategy, to be honest. They'll get more people to actually buy Joy-Cons. Um, because a lot of people just don't buy them because they know how they don't work that well. Mm-hmm. So... It would probably actually be good for Nintendo from a business standpoint. Um, and then people would also hate them a lot less for the Joy-Cons. Uh, and then they also wouldn't have to deal with warranties as much and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. people wouldn't be trying to send them in as much. And of course, as we know, trying to send Joy-Cons into Nintendo, as me and Boom have both experienced, <laughs> is uh, not easy. <laughs> not yeah. easy, to say the least. So... It would definitely um, help uh, Nintendo free up mm-hmm. a bit of like warranties coming in. Yeah, so I think this is a really good change. I hope they do bring this to other regions as well. Because fifty dollars for a pair of like Joy Cons, like I'd rather just buy them in Japan and ship them over. Like yeah. go on vacation to Japan and get the Joy Cons. <laughs> exactly. No, go on vacation to Japan and just stock up on Joy Cons. Like. <laughs> That's a stride. Once COVID's over, of course, guys. You know we're not we're not telling anyone to go out there if you don't if you're not comfortable or anything. Make sure to obey the over regulations. Not even if you know if you can you go to Japan. <laughs> I think you. Could. It depends on what countries you're in. I yeah. Think. Well, whatever. Not on that. Not on that. Anyways, if you're able to go to Japan, if you really want to go and you feel like it's worth it, and find doing the two week quarantine or the t- test, whatever they make you do there, um, you can maybe go to Japan and. Uh, oh yeah, you'd have to be there for two weeks and a day. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be there for quite a bit of time. I'll just say that. Or you can just get a test. I think a lot of places are making you do it. But, again, we're not professionals here for the travel. This is not a travel podcast. This is a video game podcast. We're the exact opposite of travelers, actually. We stay in our rooms and watch YouTube videos and make YouTube videos and play video games. <laughs> so, um, on that note, um, I think that's all we have to say for that. So, I'll go to the next one. So iPhone announced, so not iPhone, Apple announced the next iPhone. Personally, although I'm not, I don't know much about this so far, I'm not going to be honest, I just saw the announcement, I was like, we can cover it, I'll let everyone else know, you know? 
I mean, put iPhone 12 in like the description now. That's free clickbait, <laughs> you <true>. know. <laughs> so uh, because of that, I just had to put it in here. So yeah, they released the iPhone 12. Um, I I personally don't see much changes from like the iPhone 10 still, but you know, some people like it. But yeah, and Apple released a new one. So do you have any thoughts on that, Evan? Well, iPhone 12. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like iPhones are coming out like every year almost. Is that what it actually yeah, is? Yeah, that, that, I think that is actually accurate. But that's with most phone brands. But that's most, true. But like Android, like the, I think like four different phones of Android get released each year. Yeah. But that's because there are multiple different companies. Yeah. So you can't really argue with that too much. But yeah, I think I'm hoping because I do realize Apple here, they kind of have an issue now of competing with themselves now more that's and more. That's true. Because. People are keeping on their older iPhones more and more because they've been making them better and better. People are just reselling them and buying used ones because they're like, iPhone 10 compared to an iPhone 12? This is like a supercomputer in your pocket. Most people don't need that to go on Snapchat and Instagram. But let's be honest here, especially since a lot of teenagers and stuff like the um, iPhone quite a bit. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure what the sales will be, but I'll, hopefully it works out for Apple's. I don't like... Seeing companies fail necessarily, unless like really bad with business practices. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like Apple has that, so um. Well, I can say I know a number of people who are gonna purposely break their phones so their parents buy them the iPhone twelve. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my parents would probably just give me a bad worse phone or say, yeah. no new phone. Yeah. So that's what we call the rich kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, so next up, guys, we have Overwatch League is now studying later than usual. So basically, they usually start in March, if I'm correct. I'm not actually 100% sure, but they usually start about um, a bit earlier than what they're doing. But this year, they said they're going to release, they're going to start up the league again in um, April after the off season here. That's very interesting because all people are like, why would you do that? Like, that's going to be a lot less money. So I'm um, just on that note there, Evan, I'm going to say, um, do you have any ideas why you think they may be doing this um, later release? Um, so. Yeah, well, well, what you said before uh, was that because of Overwatch 2, right? Mm -hmm. It might be coming out later. And uh, that might make sense. Um, I don't really know. I, I think that's the only thing that would really explain why they might be pushing it back because there isn't mm -hmm. really any other reason because it's an online sort of tournament thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I do know they usually would compete in person and they travel to like Korea, all these different places, many of these teams. But now they're just doing it online. But this is causing a huge switch between like these two areas because there's only like five teams in Asia and all the rest are in North America and Europe. So they're usually playing the North American European servers. Mm -hmm. which can cause a huge like dis differences in like skill, competing and stuff. So um, because of that, I think it is Overwatch too, but... I'm just, you know, it's very interesting because, um, you know, Overwatch 2 said that there's some leaks that say it could be released in February. So that's what I'm hoping for. It gets released in February with the PlayStation 5 and um, play, um, Xbox, the new Xbox. that's coming out with Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X. And with both of that, you know, I just hope it comes with it. But this would also help. That would also explain since it's coming out in beta, hopefully. In the February, mm -hmm. according to the leaks, this could really help out with, um, like, the league. Because they're very closely related, those two. 
So would they do like some sort of Overwatch 2 league, do you think? Well, I don't, I'm not sure, to be honest, because Overwatch 2, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's mostly player versus environment. Oh. So like, they can maybe do some stuff, and Overwatch 2 will still continue for like the PvP modes, right? Right. But Overwatch League will sure, sure try their best to promote this new game, right? As they'll be very closely related with these ties. So, um, yeah, but again, I'm, I think this has to be the reason because otherwise I'm not sure why they wouldn't be starting earlier because then, because the team's got to pay the players during the off season, right? So the sooner they get started, mm -hmm. the more likely their players are getting paid while being, um, very good at this game. And, um, on another note, um, so this isn't part of the, um, script. Yeah, I've kind of write a little bit of a script here, such topics, but, um, I just want to let everyone know that, like, this money thing actually is a problem. Because, like, for instance, uh, the Paris Paris Eternal, they traded two, like, three really good players and one, two good players and one coach to the Dallas Field recently. Most likely because of money. I think they traded Sparkle and, um, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name now. Rush for the coach, I know that much. I think it was, like, Hanbin or something for the um, other guy, for the, um, which was a support, all to the Dallas Field. Paris is known as one of the teams with the least amount of budget in the Overwatch League. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't afford these really good players because they were really good this year. I think they were top three teams probably in North America. So it's just hurting the, these teams like the Paris Eternal don't have much budget is just later often. So what do you think of that there, Evan? Hmm. Uh, it's an interesting move. So that's one of the not much money teams like yeah, low budget the paris eternal is very low budget very low budget but the dallas fuel is a pretty big money spender let's just say that so why why would they trade those players do you think well i i honestly think since the paris are traded to dallas fuel for money right so the right. players gave they traded gave the players for money i honestly just think that i maybe i also think maybe because so right now they're kind of a bit in between korean and european um uh team right there right mm-hmm a lot of people are trying to either make full Korean teams or like full local teams. So, I, for instance, I think the London um, Spitfire right now, they're trying to make a European team, like very centered around Europe. Because a lot of people will probably watch games if it's like players where they live by. Like, right. For instance, if like, let's say a Canadian is more likely to watch a team from Toronto, and let's say Seoul, right? Because they understand their language, and then plus it's a bit more relatable. Like, they have the dream then themselves, right? So, I think that could probably be why, too. They're maybe doing that, too. Not only because of budget, but because they want to get a more European central. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, and obviously, time zones are a big deal for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So being able to watch matches at a time that is, uh, you know, easy to watch, you know, in the evening, uh, mm -hmm. when they're not busy, rather than in the middle of the night, <laughs> when they're supposed to be sleeping, that uh, definitely would uh, get more people to watch. For sure. Because, like, for instance, I remember... I felt I felt this experience too before because the grand finals this year they're actually played in Korea, mm -hmm. and um, because of that, um, I stayed up very late a lot of those nights. <laughs> slash woke up very early to watch it because I think it was like three p.m. Korean time. So it was like three a.m. where we live, me and Evan. So I'm like, I right, time to wake up two a.m. Get the clock right now and watch the grand finals. But and then my whole sleep schedule was ruined for the next week. So right, actually, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, just making local players too. But I don't think that issue with the time zones can be fixed, really, until we start doing the, um, the traveling matches again. So mm -hmm. hopefully they do that again once COVID's done. And, uh, yeah. 
Alright, next up, guys, we have uh, Overwatch Halloween update. It's their seasonal Halloween update again. They pretty much do the same things each year for nowadays. So this is, they have Junker Signs at new, um, Revenge, a new game mode, which is like a PvP. They've had this for the past few, but it's like a new game mode because they've added a few more challenges to it. They have this ghost that goes around killing you. They have, like, these Somnics will explode around you. So, um, they made it a bit more challenging this year for older and newer players, whoever you would like to play, really. And, um, yeah, they also had a whole bunch of new really cool skins, so if you want to go there to buy the skins. Or if you want to get seven wins a week, or nine wins a week, you can also get the win skins. If you know what I mean. <laughs> win skins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, Evan, do you have anything to say about that update? Uh, I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I think a lot of people will uh, be pretty excited for that. And uh, obviously, you, you told me there were some like Halloween like game modes that people were making and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so like I know that's not part of the update, but uh, you know there's some other cool things coming up because mm -hmm. of Halloween on Overwatch. Um, so hopefully uh, I'll actually get to play a couple of those. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I need <laughs> my SD card on my Switch. I have to keep deleting software so I can download other stuff. Yeah, Evan has a slight issue with the micro SD card. I mean, I also am about to get out of that issue because I got a micro SD card for my Switch. But I just get so have so many downloadable games only. I gotta have more space again now. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna buy a new one too, so um still okay with that. You know, maybe you could see me at like Best Buy if I buy it from there, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So on that topic, with the um, Halloween update on Overwatch, another game you and me both like has a Halloween update as well. So we have Evan with that today. Yes, Rocket League has a Halloween update, um, which is pretty cool. Of course, this is the first time Epic is running any sort of update like this on Rocket League. Um, so, you know, mm -hmm. it's Epic, so we're going to get something... I don't want to say Battle Epic. Pass. <laughs> we're going to get something... <laughs> different <laughs> mm -hmm. uh so um me and boom played this game mode uh, uh on tuesday i think it yeah, was tuesday we played it once and then we went back to the normal game mode it is interesting I i'll say that and it's kind of weird how it works basically what happens is you have to hit the ball mm -hmm. and it like curves and it goes really fast toward the opponent's net yes and then it's called cheat seeker, by the way, guys. Ah, that that okay. <laughs> so it, it's really weird, and it takes like it's a very different strategy. You probably want to keep two people on defense all the time, just because you know it shoots across the field. One second you think you're about to score, the next second it's in your own net. Mm -hmm. uh, so and then the ball also changes colors. You know, like which one it is, and it mm -hmm. uses like a neon green and a neon pink. As the team colors instead of the standard orange and blue. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. If you haven't tried it out, I'd recommend at least giving it a try. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. But it's it's not bad. It, yeah. It's interesting. I'll say that. Yeah. And maybe me and Evan could also we'll maybe have a video coming about that game mode. So if you guys want to see that in action, stay tuned to the channel. And mm -hmm. you may see me and Evan play it. Me and someone else. Or, or Sorry, not me and someone else. Evan and someone else, I should say. It depends on what Evan decides to do. It's his channel. So, um, yeah, if you want that, there could be a video coming. I'm not sure because, you know. Uh, yeah, and my YouTube channel. You can find it at tinyurl.com slash eevn10-yt. Yeah. So, and we also, at the end of it, we'll have a little 
at the end of each podcast, we'll have a little slight hearing thing at the end, which we'll say, yes. uh, the, you know, yeah, the subscribe to. So if you need to, you know, just search up and you should be able to find it. All right. So um, next up, we have um, news related to 3D All-Stars. So um, Evan, that will be towards you again. Uh, yeah. So um, an analyst <laughs> predicts that um, Mario games, the uh, Mario games from the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection that, of course, was recently released on September 18th of this year to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary, uh, they have predicted that these games will indeed be coming out individually once uh, the limited time um, version of the mm -hmm. collection uh, expires in March, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people were pretty angry that the collection is going to be a limited time. And, of course, we saw this with Super Mario All-Stars uh, 25th Anniversary Edition on the Wii. Um, but that was different because, one, they that was the first, like, that wasn't the first time they ever released that collection. It had been released on the Super Nintendo twice, actually. Once with Super Mario World and once without Super Mario World. Um, so... You know, people could easily get access to the actual game. Um, and the only thing different about the collection was that it came with, like, a book, a booklet in the case. So, but with this, we've never had these games um, in these, like, sunshine and widescreen with, like, 1080p. Mm -hmm. We've never seen Galaxy in 1080p, which, honestly, they didn't, probably didn't touch up that much. The game looks like it was just made well and the Wii just didn't run it that well uh -huh. because it's pretty old um and then we have 64 with the shindao version uh but that's now updated to really nice crisp graphics and i was actually just watching uh uh the uh 1120 race uh last week on saturday and uh <laughs> Watching 64 and Sunshine in that, I hadn't seen them look that bad in a long time. Because mm -hmm. I just, I'd been used, like, I'd be used to Sunshine widescreen and watching them 4x3 with those awful graphics was just painful. So this is definitely something that people are going to want to mm -hmm. buy for a while. It's like a really awesome collection. Um, and the, everyone was just really mad that it was going to go off sale, right? Mm -hmm. So now uh, that's coming out that... Uh, Analysts are predicting that it will be releasing individually. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, that means that these games are going to be accessible for people for a while to come, uh, which is great. If you do want to get your uh, actual collection one that comes with the actual 3D All-Stars cartridge and includes like each game in the title screen, which is very underwhelming, but... You know, it's there. Mm -hmm. uh, then definitely you have to go out and buy your $80 copy uh, soon, before March. Uh, you've still got time. Uh, physical copies will be produced until sometime in March. Um, but if you don't care about that, you know, just wait. And, uh, Let's it, hope this Mark Allen this yeah, is correct. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, hope this is correct. If you don't have the money to buy it right now, then, uh, you know, things are looking good for you. We're on the right mm -hmm. track here. Um, but boom, if this does release, what do you think they're gonna like do for prices? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think, no Nintendo, I think they're gonna be getting every money they can out of this. Like, first of all, I don't know if, I think the 3D All-Stars, that could be the only time they touch it up. Like, I don't think they made them touch it up as much yeah. with the um, re releases of these, you know what I mean? 
Um, so yeah, I, I do think if you're going to not get this suggestion, I don't, don't be expect them to be all touched up as much as the collection is. And I think they're going to try to get a lot of money of them. Maybe like 60, 80 bucks, like Canadian. Like I'm hoping not, but knowing Nintendo, I think they may I try to. I think they're going to gonna go for more like 30 or 40, especially for like 64. Maybe they'll try to bump mm -hmm. it up a little bit on Sunshine and galaxy but i mean even like 25 because i just don't see those games actually selling if they were at that high of a price mm -hmm. it really depends because like maybe I, I would agree with maybe like the 64 in fact they could probably even maybe increase the price of nintendo online a bit mm -hmm. and then make a 64 um, emulator on there too like yeah yeah and that's also something that uh is being speculated whether mm -hmm. we're going to get a 64 uh or not if we are or like an n64 uh thing like that on nintendo switch online just like nes and snes mm -hmm. and uh you know people are hoping that's coming soon i think it'll either come end of this year or sometime next year or not end of this year um Maybe, like, yeah, definitely sometimes next year or the year after if we do mm -hmm. get that. Um, hopefully not that late. Uh, but, you know, this might not ever come out either, right? If uh, Super Mario 64 is put on there, I would expect it to be the original version, though. The uh, <laughs> version that was released uh, in every region of the world. Um, and uh, it'll be uh, the... The just normal version with the normal graphics. That's what I would expect if they did put that on there. Yeah. I mean, I'm really Which means BLJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm personally... I really hope... Because like, I, I really hope that eventually Nintendo... Like, maybe not even on the Switch, but like eventually they just do a complete remake of Super Mario 64. Like, full HD, just fully remade. I think yeah. that would be really cool. That would be really cool. And that's something we can definitely hope for if, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, that that's always something they might try to hold for another console, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Nintendo uh, can't give us too much, otherwise think, we'll expect too much for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I think one day we will get 64 in widescreen, uh, but it's just gonna take some time. But next up, guys, we have the Switch also, U. Also, no, one more. <laughs> <laughs> the Switch U. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, Nintendo that. almost goes bankrupt again <laughs> ten one. years later. <laughs> they really didn't learn from their mistakes on that one. That's a joke, guys, by the way. I don't think they'll be releasing a Switch U. At least, hopefully not. Oh, right. They're going to go, uh, they're going to follow the iPhone path. Switch X, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like the DS, the new DS is Switch 3DS XXXXL. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, well. I'm sorry about our jokes here about these, uh, you know. <laughs> Nintendo stuff. Uh. But <laughs> also, if they are going to release these games later, something that people are really disappointed about when they found out what the collection was actually going to include was Super Mario Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. And if we are getting these games on, like, just selling individually later on, Nintendo can make a fair profit if they sold mm -hmm. Galaxy 2. And they could probably sell that one for, like, 50 60 by the way all our prices are in canadian so an american is like 20 dollars less for like the 80 dollar games are like 60 dollars yeah uh so yeah just just so you guys know we're so, uh, we're talking canadian prices 
Sorry. Don't listen to the, um, I think it's, um, listen notes. Don't listen to it. They say we're from America. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Don't believe that, guys. Um, but, yeah, so if they, like, they could mark up the price on Galaxy 2 a fair bit because it mm-hmm. didn't actually come up, come out in the collection. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that, like, Switch, I'm pretty sure the Nintendo Switch right now has pretty much more games than any other console that released in the same, like, generation, like PS4, Xbox One. Right. So this is a really good thing for the Switch. The more games they have, like, right now it has plenty of games, like... In fact, it has more and more shooters. Like, I'm actually surprised. Like, this is the one game, like, Nintendo console that actually has, like, shooters. Like, they have Overwatch, that's a shooter. They have Rogue Company, which is a game we were talking about last time. It's, like, kind of CSGO. And like, also, like, um, what's it called? Yeah, now, ugh. I'm trying to remember. There's, like, Spellbreak, which is another good game. Like, they have a lot of, like, these, like, PvP games that are, like, shooters a bit more. Fortnite, even. Like, these are all the first games that came out on the Switch, which... I wouldn't figure it would come on a Nintendo console. Like, usually Nintendo is a bit more linked to the family-friendly side. So, more and more games, like, this is a really good thing for Nintendo because it has a lot of games. Like, especially if you use, like, the techniques to, like, use other um, countries' eShops, like the Netherlands, Japan, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and, uh, like, lots of people are actually starting to say, like, they don't actually think Nintendo did that much work on Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I most people are thinking that a lot of it was just moving it off of the Wii that made it look better, and uh, like the Switch is obviously a lot more powerful as far as graphics capabilities, and it's obviously touched up a number of things. Yeah, um, but I don't think they spent that much time on it. So like moving Galaxy uh, Two over would really mm-hmm. not be that much. And work. actually, on that note, that'd be very interesting because I saw this test, like this test comparison for battery life on different Switch stuff. Like each of the three the Mario Star games and mm-hmm. Galaxy, uh, sorry not Galaxy, um, Odyssey, right? And base and most of the time, Sunshine would die, would get the Switch to die faster than, um, um, you know, oh Galaxy. So if so that would actually make a lot of sense if all they did was convert it to the Switch, you know what I mean? Because. Yeah, obviously. Then the battery life that would make a bit more sense, maybe. Yeah, obviously adding um. You know, some of the stuff they added uh, for uh, Sunshine, like making it widescreen, updating all the textures, it's going to make it a much bigger game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it would make sense that it's taking up more processing power yeah. and everything. More run. battery life than Galaxy, yeah. which I find is crazy. <laughs> and this is, and like, don't even be like, and you guys may think, it, well, what happens if someone's brightness was like, you know, slightly higher, slightly right. lower, connected to the internet? All of them are on airplane mode, and um, include online features, so why wouldn't that be on? Mm-hmm. And then um, mid-brightness, pretty much exactly. So that should be roughly the same that everything's using. So we have that for, um, you know, that. Um, so now that we're talking about how many games there are on the Switch now, and just how many games are on the Switch in general, um, Apex Legends is coming on the Switch. I just read the announcement this morning, and I was like, oh, I gotta write this down in the notes. So I wrote it on the notes. Um, they said that they were going to release it with the Steam version that just got released like very recently. They moved it from Origin to Steam. And they said, oh, we were going to put it on the Switch if season, I think, 77. But they decided not to, as there were some issues with it or whatever. So they're thinking around January it will come out. Um, do you think this is a good thing? Um, or what do you think of it? Well... I think this is good for, obviously, Apex Legends fans, uh, and it's going to make some... Mm. I think it'll sell pretty well on the Switch. 
I'm sure there are a number of people who are pretty hyped up about this coming out. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty hyped out about it. So I, I played Apex Legends a few times. It's a good game, good quality. There's going to be cross-platform playing all that stuff, oh, which is cool. Good. Another voice chat featured game, so you know. Because I know people really about Overwatch and or just downloading even Fortnite just for the voice chat features. Right. <laughs> so they can talk to their friends when they're, oh, do you want to play Smash Bros. with me? Oh, yeah. I'll just start with <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, close Fortnite real quick. <laughs> Stuff like that. Because Nintendo Switch voice features suck. Yeah. So I think this is a really good thing. And if he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also pretty sure it's a free-to-play game. So, uh, I'm actually, actually, I'm not hard to sure. Do you think it's, is it free-to-play? I actually don't know. I'm not sure. These are like 20 bucks, which is still relatively good, or free-to-play. So if you have extra money, or if it's free-to-play and you have some extra space, it's a good game to download. Play it out. It's kind of like Fortnite. At one point, everyone was like, oh, it's going to kill Fortnite, this game. <laughs> and then a month later, everyone forgot about it. So that never happened. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think I have much to add about that. So um, next up, guys, we have a important um, announcement about Minecraft accounts. So yes. um, you have Evan for that. Yes, this is very, very important. Minecraft account migration. All Java accounts will no longer be using the Mojang login or the legacy login that has been used up to this point, starting in some number of months so, from now. So, basically, I'll explain this a bit too here. So, basically, they're going to, everyone who owns one, they're going to start emailing detailed, like, um, um, what's the word for it now? Tutorials, I should say, I guess. On how to um, do this process, right? And using this process, you should be able to easily move it to from a legacy slash uh, Mojang account into a Microsoft account. That's what we're converting everyone in. Uh, One point sixteen point four. They may add like this like social feature, so that will be relatively good for that. So let's just hope you know that works out well. Um, another thing is that. This is a really cool thing, actually. So, people don't like this. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll say this part a bit later. All people don't like this feature as it's a hassle, but we just gotta think about what they could be doing with this thing, right? Like, they could make cross platform play with all the things Java, with like, they could play on the server with someone who's on um, Windows 10 edition, Better Rocket edition, sorry, with Java. Like, that could be pretty crazy. Yeah. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan, but what are your opinions on? Yeah, I think it could be fine. Uh, and it is a bit of a pain to move everything over mm -hmm. to a Microsoft account, but I think it'll work out. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, there aren't too many problems with it. But yeah, yeah I do think so. Some of the opportunities, uh, with what they could do with cross-platform play would be pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so mentioning that, um. So basically, the next, they're to prevent these problems when they're all accounting. They're going to give people instructions, like do it in like a certain amount of time. So let's say they have a group of people to do it in the first month. They'll email them and they'll let them slowly do it out for the month. So they'll kind of like trickle slowly all the accounts that can do it. So that now all of a sudden there's like, I think there's like, oh, there's a lot of people on it. Like there's probably millions of people. So instead of all of a sudden just millions of people going on this server. Like, so not this, yeah, the server of the web, like, where the website's sorted on this website, that could crash the website really easily, cause issues with everything. So to prevent that, they're doing slowly trickling it over to the other edition. 
Yeah. I'm personally, I'm fine with this change as long as my name doesn't get changed to something stupid like Scarface <laughs> Mermaid 445. Because, <laughs> like, Microsoft account names are really dumb. That's what my first account name was for, like, so long was Sparkly Mermaid 445, I think. Something like that. It was really dumb. But, yeah, I just hope that this new social update they're going to be adding soon, I think it's on 1.16.4, works well with this. And, um, you know what? I'm going to spoil it now. Basically, all the people who have owned the Java Edition account, they're going to give them a reward for doing this. So everyone who has a who does, does this is going to get a free cape. What do you think of that, Evan? Free cape? I think it's worth... It's so worth. Yeah, I Ethan's mean... Ethan's excited. Yeah, Ethan's in the background here. And um, he's jumping up and down right now. He's technically not supposed to be in the studio when we're recording, but he smuggled himself in here. So, Ethan's kind of like the guy who smuggles stuff across the border. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and by that, I, don't, I, I mean like the legal, like, drugs and stuff. Um, you know, um, so with that, I think that's really interesting, but... I do think this will devalue the capes quite a bit. Yeah. Just, like, people will spend lots of money on these accounts just to get a cape, right? Like, for instance, people will pay, like, I think, I think I saw, like, over a code for, like, a, like, a micro, like, no, a Minecon cape so, selling for, like, thousands of bucks, like, 2K dollars. Like, that's a lot of money. Canadian, I think, by the way. So, just with that, like, this is a really good way to devalue the capes. So then people are not likely to pay for that stuff that's technically against their terms of service, like the EULA. So what do you think of that? Do you think this is a good strategy to maybe, you know, stop that illegal trade there? Yeah, I, I think that could help. Uh, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about that, but we'll, we'll see how it goes, and uh, hopefully it'll work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I think this devaluing of it is going to be a good idea, and... Uh, yeah, so you know what, guys, um, I think we may have an interview after this, so this is going to be the end of this segment, and we'll see you all in the next segment, so. Well, hello, everybody, welcome back, and this is today, the... we are, or right now, we are here with uh, MTB Life, or also known as Ethan Skates, we'll be calling him Ethan, and we're just going to ask him a few questions about his channel, so, Ethan? Yeah. There he is, you guys can hear him, so yeah, um, we'll ask him to speak louder if ever needed, just make sure you guys can hear him alright. Hopefully this is fine, so me and Evan will be alternating asking questions, so I'll start off with the first question. What inspired your, your YouTube videos? Mountain biking. Okay, so um, he said mountain biking. As you can tell, he's a pretty much a mountain biker type guy. Um, when, what inspired you to start mountain biking, I'll say? Um... Speak a little bit louder if you don't mind. Um, the hydro cut. He says the hydro cut. Um, Ethan likes to um, bike in hydros, which um, for those who don't know, hydro means pretty much electricity. Yeah. Uh, from you non like Canadians, because that's kind of yeah. the slang. Well, well next, hydro is also a type of power because <laughs> it's like hydro is like water. Yeah, pushing but, a thing. Yeah, we mean like makes, electricity here. Yeah, so that's what we mean the by hydro this hydro. Cut, um, is a trail network. Yeah, okay. You can, um, you can say about close to the mic here, eh? <laughs> Sorry about this guy's this professionality here. Um, so, um, Ethan, everyone will have the next question. So, which video of yours have you watched the most? The Rotary Bike Park video. He said the Rotary Bike Park video. 
And why did you watch that one a lot? Because it was a really cool bike park that had a lot of cool jumps. So I watched it a bunch of times. And uh, what what did you think was cool about the video other than just the bike park? Um, I don't think there's much really cool about the video. Is that, is that, uh, isn't that the video where you fell over trying to do a wheelie? Well, that was kind of funny. <laughs> no, it's called a manual when you're not pedaling. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that was very interesting there, I'll just say. Um, yeah, Ethan's a very interesting guy, as you guys can tell already. You should check out his YouTube channel, NTV Life. Um, what's your process for making YouTube videos or videos, Ethan? So first, we plan out what we're going to do and where we're going to go. And um, then we get all of our expensive camera gear. <laughs> expensive. When he means expensive, he means his phone camera, by the way, guys. And a stick bot um, tripod. <laughs> um so yeah then we go to where we're um we go to where we're gonna film the video and we first start out by making our intro and telling them what we're gonna do and then we show a bunch of clips of us riding and we talk to them about what we're doing for a bit and then we mo do more riding and then we end the video with the outro on a high note or on a low note usually usually on a high one but Soon we're going to have to do it on a low one because eventually we're going to crash. <laughs> That's going to be the last video he's going to do, I think, guys. He's going to have like a whole epic story. He's going to crash into a house. He's going to last video. No. <laughs> it's like an epic movie trailer. Um, so yeah, this is, that's actually a pretty interesting process of making videos. Uh, so next we have Evan for the next question. Yeah, so uh, what do you think about the Minecraft account migration? I think that... It's going to be bad if they make things on your account change and make their your usernames bad and other things on your account change so and wait, cause you to lose stuff on your account. So you're, you're telling me you don't want your name to be Sparky Mermaid 4457. <laughs> well, that is a cool one. So <laughs> I'm going to have to say as long as it was that one, then I'd be okay with it. <laughs> But Sparky May made four, four, five, eight would suck. Not seven. Yes, I have that seven no, in there. Good, seven. Yeah. So that's our interview, I think, pretty much with uh, uh, NTB Life. If you want to know more information about him, just check out his YouTube channel, NTB Life. Or his um, old YouTube channel. Or his old YouTube channel, Ethan Skates. That is spelled really weird. It's like with an eight in it. It's like how like skater kids will write their lates <laughs> and stuff. Whatever that, whatever that one is. And um, yeah, you guys should be able to find it. And um, there's plenty of videos, I think, on this YouTube channel if you're if it was like the Evans YouTube channel about with him and um stay tuned for a collab with between me and um NTB Life on my YouTube channel I'll be in the link in the description of this podcast if you're watching on YouTube and if you're not watching on YouTube watch on YouTube just go on YouTube to find it okay so that's everything for now bye for now go subscribe to my YouTube channel at EEVAN10 on YouTube. That's EEVAN10 on YouTube. You can also find my Twitch channel with the same username. And don't forget to go subscribe to BoombyQ as well.